The Cinema Freaks. Movie Review 01. Hot Fuzz. There may be spoilers about the movie. You have been warned. If you do not feel this was adequate warning, please feel free to write your congressman or woman, and then get over it. You're listening to The Cinema Freaks, brought to you by Outcast Multimedia. Are you an Outcast? Monthly Mainstream Mockery with Lisa Rollis, podcasting's Rich Sigfrid, and Samantha Kyle. Mm. I'm still not 100% back to normal. Me either, and why is that? That's probably because we're coming from RavenCon on Sunday <laughs> in the morning, entirely too damn early in the morning. Oh, no. What is that? I don't have my watch. It's 8.14 in the a.m. What the hell are we doing up? At least it's Blasphemy. Not as bad. It's not as bad as yesterday. Okay. Um, True. Of course, uh, I'm referring to the recording of the uh, live Mr. Adventure, which we did at uh, 8 a.m. So we were all up at 7. Unfortunately, you got sick. Yeah. You weren't able to make it. but no. But that's fine because I plan on using you in the future. Excellent. Um... You will see me in an amazing pulp adventure sometime. Or hear me, rather. I don't know. You've got the build. You know, maybe if you bulk up a little bit, you know, uh, say your prayers, a, take your vitamins or steroids, you could actually... If I worked hard, I could, could be actually, a sidekick. Well, no, no, no. I, I think, honestly, sir, that you could probably... You're about the only person in the uh, in the production so far that could actually dress up as Mr. Adventure. Huh. We have thought about making some films and stuff like that, but it's tough to find somebody, you know, svelte enough. And I, I would say that you are very close, sir. Wow. That is a that is quite a compliment, although blatant flattery. I'm just glad that Sam isn't here to hear me hitting on you. <laughs> She'd be like, well, someone's got to do it. Might as well be you. Yes. <laughs> the movie that we are talking about is Hot Fuzz. Yes. Which, of course, if you're not familiar with it, it was uh, created by Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, also starring Nick Frost. Bill Nye and many other uh, alum from the Shaun of the Dead movie, as well as uh, Spaced, which of course and has everybody and The Office, absolutely. Which of course everybody knows. You know, Spaced is one of my favorite television shows of all time. Now I'm going to snack on some pancakes here, and I would like Lee. Are you boys podcasting over here? Yes, as a matter of fact. Stop that right now. Excuse me, T. Morris, Mr. T. Morris. We are podcasting, and we like it, and you like it too, sir. Bye. I'm going to talk to the manager about this. You go talk to the manager, sir. Can't stop the signal, dude. <laughs> That's right. You can't stop the signal. Hey, T, your shoe's untied. Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm it actually is untied. <laughs> One of the best things of recording live. All right, well, while, like I said, while I'm going to eat, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you thought of uh, Hot Fuzz? Well, I'm going to start off by saying what I said as soon as the credits started to roll. Holy shit. That was awesome. <laughs> and it still holds true after a night's sleep. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I knew it was going to be good because I love Shaun of the Dead so much, and I love these actors and their work. Um, but I didn't know <laughs> how far they were going to go with it. <laughs> and that's one of the things that makes uh, the, the Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright team so successful, I think, in this uh, well, any genre. They went zombies to cop movie. And um, all that's left for them to do is a zombie cop movie, which <laughs> would be something else to see. Um, and again, another one of the great things about uh, these guys is their 
the uh, the people they get to populate their films with. Um, Bill Nye being one of my favorites, and uh, with some appearances in the beginning uh, by Steve Coogan and uh, all these other. And Steve Coogan is. Steve Coogan is a really big name British actor, uh, mainly in um, started out in sketch comedy like uh, The Pythons, and um, you might have seen him in films like Twenty Four Hour Party People, or uh, he was in Coffee and Cigarettes as himself. Um, now, is this the guy that was in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No, 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 no. That's the other guy who was having the cameo in the beginning. I forget. Uh, the Office, Hitchhiker's Guide, Love Actually. What's his name? Oh, I don't know. Um, no, but Steve Coogan was the... Uh, okay, you start out with a sergeant, and then mm-hmm. Steve Coogan was the inspector. Oh, okay. And Bill Nye was the chief inspector. <laughs> and that trio was just hilarious, and they come back at the end... Oh, it's such a great payoff. <laughs> well, actually, talking about payoffs, that's one of the things that uh, those guys seem to do so well. You'll have a lot of throwaway gags, or seemingly throwaway gags, that those are end up being the setup for a punchline later on. And how often do you see a joke where you can get just as much of a laugh with the setup as you do with the punchline? I know. It's like... You thought that was funny, because you haven't seen anything yet. Wait 20 minutes. Exactly. And that's why, you know, a lot of the jokes end up sneaking up on you. You don't see them coming, and then boom, and it's so unpredictable. Absolutely. You're getting extra mileage on jokes. That film was not predictable at all. I mean, anyone who wants to go and, like, guess the ending or whatever, you can't do it with Simon Pegg. It's impossible, I say. It goes from a very serious movie, and that's, that's one thing that they do, is that they can take a ridiculous, silly, overused... Um, dynamic, idea, dynamic, uh, and a, a and plot line and stuff like that. Well, and they the can, plot line, I think, is original. Well, but, but but the thing is, that was done a lot in the eighties. You okay. have a lot of things like that. But the best part is, is that they okay, they wait, breathe wait. new life into. No, it. they they didn't do Renegade Cop by his own rules. They did straight laced, straight A Boy Scout Cop. Well, with the cop itself, going absolutely. bad. <laughs> I was just more referring to the villain. And it didn't even go bad. He did the whole thing within the realm of the law. Mm-hmm. Every point. Matter of fact, most of the people, even after this just monstrous shootout, uh-huh. <laughs> just about everybody's alive I and arrested. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's what you know what the standard hero always tries to do. Exactly. It's like I don't think he did one thing illegal during that entire film, and the whole film was about people ignoring the law mm-hmm. and uh, taking and like basically taking over this little village. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it was very creepy. It had a horror element to it in that. The, there was even a cult, uh, a little secret society <laughs> action going on where everyone's in on it except for the main guy, and uh, which almost sounds Twilight Zoning because then you see everyone come back with the hoods on and you're like, oh crap! Mm-hmm. This um, is a movie I'll be watching many times over. Oh, absolutely! And you know, as a matter of fact, this is uh, much like Shaun of the Dead was a, uh, a zombie film. This is very much a buddy cop film. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, since you have Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, there's always the uh, slightly homosexual undertone. <laughs> I think they only really laid that on thick in one scene. I think I think it's only um, potentially homosexual in this day and age that we can see those in movies. Well, they did they're that very close for that for the homophobic joke, but oh, they didn't. Right. But it's not like. Uh, really blatant. They just went. It was. It was one of the jokes that they set up. Mm-hmm. You get the punchline, and they move on. It's like they don't dwell on one thing that works. Mm-hmm. They find eight things that work, and then add right. it next to the other eight things that work, and you got a whole movie that works. And it, Absolutely, it, it's not. Well, I was going to say it didn't feel as much like you know a bunch of skits put together. You know, you can definitely tell that they're almost like chapters to the movie. Oh yeah, an opening and closing, opening, closing, mm-hmm. opening, and closing. 
which is, I, I, to me, always has seemed like a staple of uh, British filmmaking, whether it's television or, or movies. But this is a very Americanized movie. It's oh, not yeah. nearly as British as uh, Well, okay, as you, Shaun might, of you might compare some of the cinematography to Lockstock, uh, Snatch, what's his name? Uh, Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie, yeah. Um, Mrs. Ma- or Mr. Madonna. Yes, they do. <laughs> Mr. Madonna. They do take um, fast cuts and zooms and uh, montages together like uh, in that kind of style. But they make it their own. It's, it's over the top and it's silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, while he's doing this very serious thing, you get almost this borderline horror, borderline music video. Yeah, very much feel so. To it. Very much so. And uh, but as far as Americanized goes, then um, oh, we're doing good. Thank you. Um, well, I think the Americanization has a lot to do with the uh, a lot of the action that's in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the movie's still clever. It's not like. Uh, like your traditional movies, which they make fun of a little bit in Bad Boys 2 and um, <laughs> Point Break. Yeah. You oh. know, which you almost have a moment where, you know, what would Keanu do? <laughs> <laughs> which I never saw work. Like, usually when someone's making Keanu fun, can't make it work half the time. No, he can't. And then, and then usually when you make fun of it, it's not even funny. But they did it. And it works. And... Oh, my gosh. Now, of course, with Shaun of the Dead, it was very much uh, a geeky film. Would you say that this one is? This one's more accessible, but it's still... Uh, to fans of the actors, you're going to get all the in-jokes, and you're going to get... Um, you're going to see all the supporting actors that you want to see. But to I will show this film to my parents. I showed them the trailer a couple times. It's like, you will laugh your ass off, and it's not going to be Will Ferrell laughing at idiocy. It's going to be... This is... Like, it, like, like the action is Americanized, but the humor is still very British. Which is very solid writing, too. Oh, my gosh. You know, most, most films Phenomenal that are... Phenomenal storytelling, yeah. You know, a, a film like this is typically... People automatically think of it as a parody. I wouldn't say it's a parody. It's very no. much an homage. And the movie can stand on its own, also. They get many get, nods to many things, but mm-hmm. it's their own movie. Right, because you find that a lot of movies that are parodies, they only work because of that parody element. Because you know what the pre-existing... Yeah, if you don't what know the what they're material is, then it doesn't work at all. And mm-hmm. You don't have to see Point Break and Bad Boys 2 to know what these guys yeah. are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> because, again, it's just such solid filmmaking. And these guys, I mean, they, they were able to do that on everything that they've ever done. Shaun of the Dead, Spaced... I mean, it's just solid stuff. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of appearances by other, um, you know, big names uh, from from British television. The gal that played Doris. Um, oh yeah. And uh, the 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 guy that played um, the the guy behind the the window when people first walked oh, in. Oh yeah, he, I've never seen him before. He was on what a television is- show called Black Books, which oh, featured really? a lot of the uh, space cast from time to time. Um, do you, you remember the tall Harry Potter-looking twat from uh, yeah. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. Well, he he and uh, that guy, um, Bill something, they wrote in uh, the show Black Books, which is a really funny show. You'd really dig it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will have to check it out then. Right, but he's he, you know he was one of the major characters in that. Um, he also played Bilbo in Spaced. Excuse me. Um, we've also got... Um, the gal who played Marsha from Space, she was, uh, you know, they lifted me into newspapers being 55, but I'm only 53. <laughs> she reminded me of uh, Simon Pegg's uh, mother in Shaun of the Dead. Was that the same actress? 
No. He didn't, she didn't play Barbara? No, but there, okay. were, there was somebody who looked just like a matter of fact, the gal that I'm talking I about. I would be surprised though, if she was one of the films. She, oh, she was, in, she was in Shaun of the Dead. She oh, was, I mean, but if she was when in When they did uh, the crossover, and yeah. it was like the mirror of everybody uh-huh. um, in Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah. yeah she, that was her she, mother? She played the mother on the other side. <laughs> of, the, of the parallel universe team. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which was a great moment. Mm. <laughs> Had the potential to be hokey. I mean, where so many people have tried to do the, uh, something and gone wrong, they've done it right. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's weird to be saying all this about an, an action cop film. Mm-hmm. Um, when really, when you break it down to it, it is an action cop film. But we're talking about it like phenomenal storytelling, oh, fantastic cinematography, blah blah blah. It's and it is, it absolutely is. You can so take it that seriously because it, they do such professional work. <coughs> yeah. One of my favorite moments was the Godzilla moment. Oh yes! Right at the end of the flick, you know, the, um, with the, Simon Pegg and town. Mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're basically <laughs> Simon Pegg and the main villain are fighting inside this miniature this model miniature representation town. of the town. Yeah, the buildings come up to your knees, and oh god, the 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 final punch, <laughs> and the bad guy just ends up getting skewered through the chin, but, but he's not alive killed. exactly, and that was the genius thing about it. Kind of like the same way that um, that uh, Ed Norton is still alive at the end of Fight Club. With uh, where he shoots himself through the oh, mouth. Oh god, yeah, no kidding. But he's still just like, can I get some gloves? <laughs> I'm okay. And then he just like shot out his vocal cords. But they're similar. If you were into the the action as far as the blood and gore goes, you get some of that. And uh, like you did in Shaun of the Dead, not quite as much. <laughs> well, I gotta say. Um I, I had to step out, but I really wanted to see everybody's reaction when part of the church... Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, I was about to say, that almost tops uh, seeing uh, Daph's guts ripped out in Shaun of the Dead. That was... Okay, you see zombies, like, it's really terrifying to have a million people reaching down on you and then pulling out your stomach, but having a church spire fall on your head is... Oh. <laughs> Basically replacing your head. Yes. Pushing it all the way down to your bowels. God. That was disgusting. And, <laughs> but, and, <laughs> that was the thing. They did have a few disgusting moments like that. Not but the too characters many, react but accordingly. Still, right. And it's it's just... And it looks good. It doesn't look cheesy at all. No. And you're just like, oh, my God. Did that just... No. It couldn't have just happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it wasn't for the shock value, but you get shock out of it. Yeah. It was... Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, church spire in the head. But um, Not a good way to no, go. But the characters are just as horrified as you are. Uh-huh. And uh, it is, it's, it's kind of like the last thing that sets Simon off. Or no, that um, and the, the lady with the garden shears in her neck. But just because <laughs> they can't hide this from him any longer. Like the first couple deaths, you're like, okay, accidents. They could possibly be accidents. Yeah, covered up murders, maybe. <laughs> she fell on her shears. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's his name? Just fell on his pitchfork last week. <laughs> happen <laughs> oh my gosh it's like it i guess that's a that is a theme that's been done before is the hero is the only one who knows what's going on but you know they didn't seem stupid no it's, they, they it's just, not like they had no reason to believe anything else well i think they they made too much um no i'm gonna take that back um it was perfect like the way that everyone just kind of writes off what's happening and you don't like all everyone but the main character can see the bad and uh, I mean or can't see the bad and 
you find out that there's a reason for that. It's not just that they're idiots and brainlets and they're there to slow down the hero so you have a full two-hour movie. It's They're part of it, and then they eventually come around. It's like, wow. Is <laughs> they may have been played for fools, but they weren't fools. Exactly. Like you, I, I started to hate these characters who wouldn't help our hero. But then at the end, they redeemed themselves. Even the, the really obnoxious Andrews, who I wanted to punch in the face every time I saw them. And at the end, I'm like cheering them on. You think you you draw your alliance lines and like the, the characters you like and the characters you hate, and then it completely flip flops by the end of the movie. Although Simon Pegg is still the only one for me. I'm sorry. And that is one thing that I wanted to say. Simon Pegg, kind of a small guy, kind of scroungy, starting to look a little bit older. Right. And yet they still pull it pull it off to where he looks like a legitimate badass. Oh, yeah. I believed that he could pull all those things off. I believed that Nick Frost well, other, well, other than could the, do uh, what he could do. The church spire falling on the guy's head. I mean, there really wasn't that much that was unbelievable. The film is all within, like, all this could happen, technically. Absolutely. But, you know, you get some people that they're, they may be heroes. Excuse me, but they don't look like they could, especially in action flicks, could pull off uh, physically um, just all the stuff that they do. Whether it's, you know, in a fight, in a you know, very believable fight scene, you know, when it came hand-to-hand, the shooting, uh, everything. Mm-hmm. It, some people just look like they could be a badass. Chuck Norris looks like he could be a badass. Yeah. Steven Seagal, not so much. <laughs> Simon Pegg, you'd look at him, no way in hell. No. Until you see this movie. I know. Hello, Stuart Jaffe. How are you doing, sir? I'm awake. Good morning. And that is Stuart Jaffe of The Eclectic Review. Yes. Oh, we're recording. Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> oh, the microphone scared him away. <laughs> no, no, no. I just didn't want to intrude on your show. No, no. We're, we're talking about hot fuzz, actually. No, you can't do anything T.H. had already done worse, so. <laughs> Enjoy your breakfast, sir. Final reactions about the movie. My overall take on it was, I think Shaun of the Dead is a little bit more rewatchable. Like, I could probably watch uh, Shaun of the Dead two times for every one time I watch watch Hot Fuzz. Only because it's got more laughs, um, and it doesn't have as much of a storyline. And I think that's the biggest thing. That's something that I could put on in the background and not have to worry about it. Or if I had people over, you could kind of go in and out if necessary. You could still have conversations. Hot Fuzz, you have to pay a little bit more attention to because it's more story-driven. Oh, yeah. But it's still something that I could watch. Like, me personally, I could put it on in the background and not worry about it. Mm-hmm. But if I had friends over, um, you know, I'd want it to, you know, lights out, everybody kind of quiet and really focusing on the movie. I'm always like that. Only yeah. I'm always like that on things like Jaws or <laughs> Mad Max. <laughs> You know, my favorite movies. My dad made me watch Conan the Barbarian. I'll turn out the lights and get the popcorn and say, shut up. I'm watching Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, um, And Arnold appreciates it. Yes, he does. Well, so uh, my final take on, sh- uh, not Shaun of the Dead, <laughs> on High Fuzz. I actually think I'll watch this more than really? Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead is, it has those great payoffs, but there's so much more buildup to it. Um, when I watch Shaun of the Dead with people who haven't seen it before, um, they ultimately... You know, tend to appreciate the movie and get most of what's going on. You have to watch it twice before you really get a whole lot of it. Um, I think Hot Fuzz is a lot more accessible as far as its payoffs. Uh, you know, it's like, um, yes, it's story driven. Yes, there are a lot of details and a lot of characters to keep track of. But the reaction in that room when we were watching it was phenomenal. Absolutely. I didn't. I've never heard so many people hooting and hollering at a movie screen before. It's like. 
um, I don't know, I've just never, maybe I haven't gone to those kind of movies before, but um, like when I saw Shaun of the Dead for the first time, it was on DVD. Uh, I'm just so glad that I got to see this with other people that yeah. I'm going to go see it in a theater again. I'm going to see it in a theater probably two more times. Um, just because I have that much disposable income, and <laughs> it must be nice. It's it's I don't just, have that much disposable time. Uh, yeah, it doesn't um, compare to my my own theater as like nothing on on a big screen. But um, <laughs> and I'll buy it on DVD, and then I'm gonna have people over just to watch Hot Fuzz, and it's gonna be my favorite thing to pull out for the next uh, I'd say year until they do something else. All right, folks, that's Hot Fuzz, written by Simon Pegg, Edgar Wright, directed by Edgar Wright. Uh, the cursing, not as much, not nearly as much as Shaun of the Dead. It doesn't no. dip into the icky as much as Shaun of the Dead, but it's still a damn good flick. So if you can, check it out. I would even say superior to Shaun of the Dead. I can see how somebody would say that. I think I think they, um, as far as movies go, cut their teeth on what they wanted to do. They, they broke... Uh, a lot of ex- expectations with Shaun of the Dead. Like, when I first heard of Shaun of the Dead, I had it already built up in my mind what it was going to be like. Mm-hmm. I was thinking stupid comedy. And then uh, I went and saw it and was completely blown away. And then Hot Fuzz did the same thing, only better, I think. I think it had better production value, and I think it had... Uh, maybe they had a little bit better budget, but they use it wisely. It just works. I think it works for me. <laughs> Sergeant Nicholas Angel, expert in hand-to-hand combat, armed response, and high-speed pursuit. He was so good, they reassigned him. Right. You've been making us all look bad. There's one thing you haven't taken into account, and that's what the team is going to make of this. Statistically, Sanford is the safest village in the country. Now, this big city car. Have you ever fired two guns whilst jumping through the air? No. Have you ever fired one gun whilst jumping through the air? No. Must learn. Is it true that there is a place in a man's head that if you shoot it, it will blow up? How to think small. Morning, the swans escaped. The swans escaped. Can you describe it to me? About two foot tall. Yep. Uh, long, slender neck. That's just going to scare it. But in a place where not much goes on. Watch this. <laughs> Ta-da! A whole lot is about to go down. Three people have died in a week. Accidents happen all the time. What makes you think it was murder? There hasn't been a murder in 20 years. You're saying this wasn't an accident. Not everyone's a murdering psychopath. It's high time you realize that. You and your monkey. Did he mean me or that? Have you ever wondered why the crime rate is so low and yet the accident rate is so high? Oh, uh, yeah. Bust this thing wide open. From the guys who watched every action movie ever made and created Shaun of the Dead. You never taken a shortcut before? Cinemafreaks.net.